0: Welcome to the Smut Hive, where each week we, Jillian and Morgan, review a romance book, drink something yummy, laugh our asses off, and rant about what we loved, what we didn't, and of course, talk about hot, smutty sex. There will be
1: spoilers, so if you want to read it first, close now and come back later. We would like to note that this is an explicit podcast where we may talk about many taboo topics that include explicit sex scenes, subject matter that could be sensitive to some, and filthy language.
0: back to the Smart Hive.
1: Hi. Hi. Hi, Morgan. Hi. How are you? A little
0: sleepy this morning. Yeah.
1: Well, it, it snap out of it. It's Return to Podcast. We had a I little know. bit of a break and we, we are back. This is a whole new shiny season.
0: Yes. Get excited. I'm excited about this season. I am too. I really like the books that we've chosen.
1: We'll put some stuff out there. Like, yeah. I know we say we put stuff on, out on socials and then, you know, life. Right. And, um, it's like pulling my fingernails out when I have to post things on I Instagram. Know. It literally bugs the shit out of me. Um, but I'll do it. And yeah. I'll put out the stuff that's coming up for yeah. October and lots of fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what you buzzing about? Oh, well,
0: school's back. Yeah, it is. Travel softball's <laughs> back. Ugh. Gymnastics and dance. and You know, my life's not my own. Mm-hmm. So I'm buzzing about someone else's life, my yeah. children's <laughs> lives. So uh, but it keeps me busy. Yeah. I just, right before I came here, I had to drop my youngest off at cheer practice. Mm-hmm. So, yep. you know,
1: all those things. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, child, uh, came and saw me last night to pick up his Amazon packages and was like, yep, I'm heading to the bar. And I'm like, Oh, okay. That, yeah. that's it. Yeah. I don't have cheer practice and Mm-mm. none of those things. My life is my own.
0: I'm sorry. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Anywho. Uh-huh. So we read a book. We did. By Lucy Score.
1: Yes. It is called Things We Never Got Over, the Knockamount series. This is book one. Uh, Again, Lucy score. There are three books in this series. It is a Kindle Unlimited series. It does appear that every book is a different um, character, but in book one, you meet your main couple. And then obviously like every side character.
0: There's a lot, guys.
1: Knockamount is a town. Yeah. In like Virginia, I think. Yeah. This is set in like Virginia. Yeah. Um, But this book is long.
0: It is very long. I liked the book in general, but um, there were a couple chapters and i was like oh, mm-hmm. this is real long
1: there's a lot of characters because they're building up this town mm-hmm. um that apparently everything is going to center around which is fine yeah. and it was a lovely little town yeah. and they are lovely little people yeah however there were so many of them that if i felt like i needed to keep notes on who was who so i yeah. wouldn't get confused because there would be a scene of like you know they're at so and so, like you know so and so is yeah. at like a bar and then these people show up and i'm like well who are you right. i can't remember why i'm supposed to care There's there's a lot of sides. A lot of
0: side characters with a lot of character building on all of the side characters. So it was a little bit overwhelming. Yeah. But, you know.
1: Yeah, we got through it. Yeah. Okay, so here's here's your stats, man. So Naomi, she's our main character. She's about 36. Um, You instantly start out in her point of view, and she's letting you know she's basically a runaway bride, but you don't know why yet. You just know that she decided to do this thing. Like she's not going to marry whoever and she's taken off. I think she's from New York. She's taken off and um, she got a frantic call from her estranged twin sister, Tina, that she needed to meet her in this random fucking town called Knock Mount in Virginia at this coffee shop at a certain time. It's an emergency and she needs help. You also learn fairly quickly, Naomi is a fixer so she signals in on someone else's pain and problems and tries instantly to fix them and doesn't deal or address her own whatsoever ever hence the fact that you don't know why she's a runaway bride because she's so invested in getting to her sister you're like what the fuck?
0: my my first thought was i'm sorry you left your wedding for your sister Mm -hmm. listen unless you're on death's door you wouldn't think a runaway bride would be happening just to help a sister out.
1: Right. As an estranged sister, because you learn her sister, she tells you her sister sucks. Right. I
0: and mean, she hasn't yeah.
1: spoken to her in like 12, right. 13 years, some shit like that.
0: So I think she used her sister as a crutch. It's the excuse yeah. that she
1: needed. Yeah. So Which is a
0: lot, that happens a lot in this book. Like she uses other people's issues as like an excuse to not deal with her own right. kind of situation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, all those fixers out yeah. there, you get it. Anywho, So here's the deal. She shows up in this little town. She goes into this like coffee shop and you learn then about her addiction to coffee, which is hilarious because it it happens throughout the book. And she I relate because it's pretty much like I will growl at you at the coffee machine until I get that first cup in. Don't fucking talk to me. So, and she's a lot like that and I like it. So she's jonesing, like she needs her caffeine fix. So, but she notices like right away that the owner barista, whatever is super mean to her. And then she sees her picture behind the bar, but realizes, oh wait, that's Tina, my sister. And then she's like, oh wait, fuck that's Tina, my sister on a picture on the wall. And this dude's calling me my sister. And she's trying to explain, I think his name is justice. She's trying to explain to him, I'm not Tina. I'm the sister. Like, even shows her ID and shit. And her hair is different. Because her sister apparently is, like, trashy. We're talking, like, shitty fucking blonde hair. Like, big blue fucking eyeshadow makeup. Skanky looking. We're
0: talking, like, the town does not serve Tina. Right. She's so terrible. Like, she cannot get service at any place in this town. Right. And Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, Naomi, who knows Tina's trouble, is yeah. like, I get it. I totes get it. Here's my ID. This is who I am. Yeah. I'm here to meet my sister. And he's like, Oh, okay. Well, also, you're pleasant. She's
0: in a dress. She's yeah. in her wedding dress with like her daisies and shit in her hair. Like, she.
1: I think the daisies are still in her hair, <clears throat> but her dress is back at the hotel. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
0: But yeah, she still has wedding hair
1: and, you know. Yeah. You could tell she's a little rough going on right now. So the coffee guy gives her coffee and they have a little bit of banter. And she's like, yep, super sorry about my sister. And he's like, "Eh, it happened. She's causing trouble. Naomi's like, yep, totally get that. Then all of a sudden, this like barrel of a fucking man just rolls up in here and starts yelling at her because he thinks she's Tina. And she's like, oh, great. Here we go. And... She has to try to explain. I'm not my sister. I'm not my sister. And he's like bull, fucking shit. And he's mean and snarly. And he's our main character. His name is Knox, and he's like 43.
0: Yeah. I do like this scene because Justice, uh, the coffee dude, is like, wait, Knox, and he keeps trying to like interject, like, dude, stop screaming at her. But Knox is having none of it because he just sees red. Yeah, he hates Tina, yeah. and um. Yeah, finally she gets it out. Like, dude, I'm not Tina. And he's like, oh, well, you know, doesn't apologize. No. Brute and like aggressive. And she's like, fuck you, dude.
1: Yeah. And so, like, enough. In between him, like, you need to get the fuck out. And she's like, well, fine. I'm going to grab my coffee and get the fuck out because Mm -hmm. I don't need to talk to you anyway. And apparently Tina's not going to show up. Yeah. When she goes outside, her fucking car is gone. So she's thinking about, oh my God, what's happening? What's what's wrong with my car? And he's sitting there like, you let your fucking car get taken or maybe you just forgot where you parked yeah. it. And he calls her Daisy because of the daisies yeah. in her hair. And she's like, I don't like you. Mm-hmm. My name is Naomi. I am not my fucking sister. I don't have time for your shit. I have a lot going on. Get the fuck out of my yeah. face. And he just won't. won't. And so everything's come out of his mouth as mean, but he's still standing there trying to help her. Yeah. And he like makes her get into his car and they go to report the car stolen and weird things start happening yep. as soon as she gets to the police station the first thing is is that she notices that the name on the building is his fucking name right and she's like i don't get it but oh, i'll deal with it later and then she meets the chief of police and they hate each other yep. knox and nash is our chief yep. of police they hate each other she has no idea why but she's like listen put your dicks back in your right. pants i don't give a fuck. here's the report about my car mm-hmm. work on it right. i'm going back to the to my motel yeah nox doesn't like that she was at this motel because apparently it's sleazy but she's like yeah. yeah i don't care
0: it's like the only one in town
1: and when they pull up to it the doors open mm-hmm. and he was like yep you need to stand back so he goes and he checks it out she's been robbed yeah so it's now starting to occur to everybody that her fucking sister set her up
0: which is amusing to me because i thought that too and as everyone in the book thinks that she's still like refusing to believe that it's her sister
1: yeah she knows her sister shit yeah but she was like she would have had me she's requesting that i came here to meet her so that when i'm inside she can steal my car come back to my motel room steal my stuff yes and then also there's a little girl sitting on the bed just chilling yeah she's 11 her name is waylay i don't get it i I can't even say like it's a southern thing because i spent the first way
0: through the whole book yeah way i'm Used. I don't
1: get it, but anyway, so this is her, Tina's daughter, so Naomi's niece, Naomi never knew she existed, and never. she's
0: like, what, 10? 11.
1: 11. hmm yeah, so Knox, of course, knows her, because yeah. they've lived in town for, like, a yeah. year, and she's like, what's up, Knox, and he's like, what's up, Way, and she was like, yeah, mom's gone, she's not coming back, and yeah. Naomi's like, awesome, like, great, you know? Can
0: you imagine, from, like, a child's perspective, like, your mom took you here to steal, and then just was like, peace.
1: Yeah. You can tell Waylay's had a very shitty life. Yeah. Um, and that pretty much just takes care of herself, yeah. kind of a thing. And she's very guarded. Yeah. And, you know, that kind of thing. But, ba- you know, Naomi, again, is seeing, okay, here's here's what's happening. I now don't have money, I or all my shit, my purse is stolen. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have a phone, because I broke that already. And my car is gone. And, hi, now I've got to take care of this little girl. Right. And Knox is like, "What? so what you going to do? And she's like a list maker. I'm a list maker, so I Same. love it. I Same. love it. And she's sitting here like, okay, so I got to call my bank. I got to replace my debit cards. I got to find a place to sleep. Yeah. I got to give this girl some vegetables. Gotta get a like phone. Gotta get a phone. all these things, yeah. right? And so he's basically like, just get in the fucking car. And so Waylay's like, cool, and okay. gets in the car. And Naomi's like, no, like, I don't want to go anywhere with you. Right. Why are you still here? Get out of my right. way. I have shit to do. And he's like, yeah, what are you going to do? There's nothing you're gonna do to get in the fucking car
0: and i feel like at this point is really i i like naomi pretty much through this whole book mm-hmm. except for right now because i'm like bitch you have no money mm-hmm. you have no car you have no phone you don't have any you have your clothing mm-hmm. on your back i know he pissed you off but just get in the goddamn car and let him take you somewhere mm-hmm. also take me anywhere sir
1: right with your bearded, muscly, right. tattooy, like what, grumpy the hold ass. Up?
0: What's the holdup here?
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's because it's only like chapter two, so wow.
0: <laughs> too much of a holdup for me.
1: Well, also too, this this is where we find out that her wedding dress is like crumpled up in the corner of the motel mm-hmm. room, and she's trying to like stand in front of it and hide it, but Waylay busts her out. Yeah, and Way's like, "Yeah, this is an ugliest fuck dress." Like, well, that's what my mom said, and you're goody two shoes, and all these things. And Naomi's like offended, yeah. and he's like, "Why do you have a crumpled up wedding dress?" And then he's like looking at the daisies and shit in her hair, and seeing she has like old mm-hmm. wedding hair, and then so he's figuring yeah. shit out, and but uh, so eventually she gets into this car so he takes her to a cottage uh apparently there's like a big house and then there's like a couple cottages and he happens to live next door and he was like listen i know the owner it's it's his grandma and she'll let you stay here with Waylay Just sleep. We'll figure all this out tomorrow. But he's doing it in the most ash-fullest right. way right. that he possibly can talk to another human being. Yeah. And she's starting to get like this is just his way. Yeah. But it grates on her motherfucking nerves and she will snap at his ass. And I loved it. I actually really like Naomi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so you find out that, um, you know, she's, she's very focused on weight at this point. She was like, I'm getting the fact that my sister raised you horribly. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do all the things that I need to do. And there's like even guardianship. Like she's within an hour of meeting this little girl. She's like, I need to get something legal on paper. I like this about her.
0: She's like a normal, responsible human being. Correct. Yeah. She cares about, you know, her niece.
1: Right. Yeah. So, you get a little bit, too, of her backstory. She had this fiancé. His name was Warner. This is who she ran out on. Um he just, like a real dick. He is a real dick. Like, right.
0: You're a douche. Apparently,
1: you know, she they didn't really live together, but she's the one that, like, bought the house that they were going to be living in. And then, you know, she, like, does his laundry and makes his meals and takes care of him, and he gives very little to her. Right. And it's he just a piece it. of shit. Yeah. yeah. So, but, you know, she just kind of brushes off the fact that she's still a runaway bride. we don't know the whole story yeah. yet. But, you know, anyway, so then you get introduced into grandma. Grandma's really funny. Yeah. Um, you know, she's basically letting her know like, I'll help you out, you're down on your luck. Like, yeah. I just need I like you to help it. me like yeah. clean up around the big house yeah. and I'll take care of Way for you. You know, like we can yeah. do this thing, you know, whatever. And then Knox is also involved, like, if she needs to have rides, like, he gives her rides everywhere, and then he buys her, like, a phone, and, you know, all these things. So, it's cute. They're, like, building a new life together, and they're getting to know each other, and, but the whole town calls Naomi not Tina, and that cracked me up. That was funny. It's, like, halfway through the book when they finally start calling her her name, but she'll, like, walk into a restaurant, and people will get, look at her, like, angry the townsfolk, and then, like... You know somebody there will have known she's naomi yeah. she's like nope she's not tina so yeah. they'll go what's up not tina it's hilarious yeah, i like that a lot that yeah. was
0: really funny
1: yeah um she gets offered a job yeah. at a restaurant yeah. and like the local bar restaurant yeah. you know pub in town or whatever i think it's called honky tonks yeah yeah so she starts her first day and then here comes grumpy gus yeah. or grumpy knox whatever yeah. you want to say he's the owner and he's like, absolutely fucking not when right. you work here. You're not
0: working here. Yeah.
1: She was hired. He is like a business manager mm-hmm. because apparently Knox owns several businesses. Yeah. And I think we find out now he won the lottery yep. a couple years ago, like $11 million. Yeah. And he invested it all in the town. Yes. And in the people of the town. Yeah. But he's a grumpy asshole. Oh,
0: what a great guy. He is. Yeah.
1: yeah. I liked this
0: about him. He's kind of like on the outside, like... Rough around the edges, but mm-hmm. on the inside, I think he cares yeah. too much. Yeah, we do learn too. I believe at this point we learn that the sheriff Nash is his brother, mm-hmm. um, and winning the lottery is why they don't get along. But we don't know yet why. Right. But you know, money ruins things sometimes. Right. But yeah, he pretty much tells Fee like, no. Oh, Fee is the bar manager, by the way. Mm-hmm. Love her love her sassiness. Um, she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Is hiring not my job? And he's like, no, 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 it is. And she's like, okay, well then shut up. Mm-hmm. If this is happening. Go to your office and don't fucking speak to me again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay. I like this. I like this character.
1: Yeah. Not a lot of people take his shit. Yeah. Like we also find out that Knox is a barber. And he owns like the salon or whatever. And he, every business that he owns, he's that he's invested money into has made it better mm-hmm. and so he's got kind of a chic little salon yeah. area with his business partner jeremiah and then he's got the bar business that he runs and he has like a great staff or whatever but yeah. no one takes his shit like they expect him to be grouchy they expect him to come in and be like what the fuck are you jokers doing and they'll just be like we're doing what we're always doing asshole go to your office like that's right. a thing and i loved it yep. the whole exactly. town is in on it yep. like he is just the fucking grumpy sunshine trope to a yeah. T, like yeah. perfectly done yeah. in this little small fucking town. Um, okay, so she has to learn her job at Honky Tonks because apparently she came from HR and we yeah. learned that her HR deal was for the ex-fiance's uh, family business. Right. And so she quit the job, she left her home, she left the dude she's supposed to marry, she's literally starting over and now she has this kid and now she, so she needed a job. So she's gonna invest her all into yeah. this job. And he, once he gets over the fact that he can't fire her
0: yeah.
1: and she's not fucking up, so he has no reason to fire yeah. her, the sexual tension begins yes. because he will quirk at her, she will quirk at him, but then it turns. It turns yeah. really fast and it catches them both off guard when she mm-hmm. says it or when he yeah. says it. And she's been fantasizing about him yeah. this whole time. Yeah. But she also fantasizes about, like, punching him in his face, right. too. And at the same time, he's fantasizing about her naked and sucking yeah. his dick, but yeah. then also strangling the shit right. out of her. So it's really funny. It's really cute. I really liked it. Um, but now you need some more people. So in comes the Naomi's best friend, Stefan. Love. Who they call Steph, the gay best friend. I'm obsessed with him. He is amazing. I love that's why I remember his actual name. Yes. He comes in and he's there to help fix her. Like yeah. he knows Tina's a, sh- like they grew up together. Yeah. So he knows Tina and knows Tina's a shitty motherfucking human. Yeah. And is like, oh, but your kid is cool. So he, and then he likes the grandma because yeah. Naomi and Way are always spending time with Knox's grandma, right. helping her around the house. She's, you know, what yeah. the dogs, they're big dog people too, which yeah. I love. And, oh, and Knox has a dog, too, named Waylon. Yeah. So it's very confusing. You have Waylay and Lynn. And I had yeah. to reread sometimes to be like, oh, those names are too close. Like, they are very close. It's not a dog right now. It's the little girl. <laughs> like, yeah. seriously. Um. Anyway, so Steph comes in. He's fabulous. He's amazing. Yeah. And he picks up on Knox wanting her and yeah. her wanting Knox right away. Really. And he's going to facilitate that yeah. fucking shit to happen. Yeah. Because he's telling her... Do this thing. Yeah. And she was like, Well, listen, like, I just was recently with someone. He's right. like, Yep, yeah, he's a piece of shit. I told you he's a right. piece of shit. Fuck him. I'm super glad I didn't spend yeah. too much on your gift. And then he's also like, But this burly motherfucker mm. is oh, amazing. Right. And you need he's to it. hop right up, up, up yep. on that. So. Steph, Steph is trying to like give her permission and he also kind of keeps way and the grandma like busy takes yeah. them out they all get like clothes and pedicures mm-hmm. and all this type of crap right so she's thinking about it yeah. she's thinking about it um, all of that still goes on Knox is really jealous when he sees Steph because he doesn't get it at first mm-hmm. and then he gets it and he was like okay but I'm yeah. still gonna be a grouchy asshole and Steph's like yeah but I'm down for
0: that you see a lot of jealousy from Knox because um, there are a couple times where like people will come into the bar like not the greatest people, but we'll come into the bar and they'll like touch her. And he's like, no, Mm -hmm. don't touch her. But not from like, that's rude. You don't touch someone you don't know, but more like she's mine to touch. Don't touch her vibe.
1: Yeah. But something that he does that I didn't love is the reaction or the, the conversations that he has with Nash, his brother, you know, that they don't like each other. You don't know why yet. And you know that um, Nash is attractive and yeah. thinks Naomi is attractive. Because, yeah. again, you have this little fucking small town. Mm-hmm. So every time somebody new moves in, you're going to know who they are. And because she's this pretty lady, like, she's a fucking snack right now. Right. Like, all the men in town.
0: Everyone wants her.
1: Yeah. So Knox will not let Nash shoot his shot. Right. He was like, nope, I've already claimed this. Even if I don't touch it, you can't kind of. A right. thing. It's my toy. I will toy with it as yeah. I want. It was
0: very like competition based, which I was kind of.
1: I didn't about. love it.
0: It was an it was an ick. Yeah, I didn't her. love
1: it. I didn't love it. Like, there's hotness to jealousy, but that yeah. one was just like, yeah. I only want her because yeah. you do.
0: Which is interesting to me because I feel like Nash once he realizes that Knox is like wants her. Mm-hmm. I don't think he has any intention of, like, moving forward to try and get Naomi, but acts like he's going to. To, to like, fuck with Knox. To fuck with Knox. So, um, it was like, but I don't think that Naomi realized it. Because no. they both flirted with her. Yeah. And she flirted back with both.
1: Yeah. So and Nash she, makes up excuses to come talk to her. Yeah. Like, her car that her sister stole yeah. ended up in, like, a chop shop yeah. kind of a situation um the sister might have been possibly spotted in town breaking into the storage unit of like her mm-hmm. ex-landlord yeah. and you know all this kind of stuff so um so he has these excuses to come talk to her but every time he shows his face Knox yeah. is like what the fuck are you doing here yeah. why the fuck do you want to talk to her yeah. get the fuck away from her i'm staying right here right
0: i mean he's real aggressive about it he is like too much almost yeah like, calm down sir I Also, know. you haven't even ta- you haven't even had you haven't even kissed her no like you're,
1: that doesn't happen for I think it's like I don't know thirty three percent I think is what my Kendall said when we started out, which
0: was I mean probably a good fifteen chapters. It had to be because
1: it's a really long book.
0: Yeah. It, it I don't took, know. It is this like six
1: hundred pages? Almost six hundred pages? Yeah, pages? yeah. yeah it it's took, a pretty long book.
0: Yeah, it definitely took a while to get to the sex for sure.
1: Yeah. Um. So, uh, Steph. Kind of goes to Knox, and he explains a little bit about Warner, but he's pretty much just letting him know, like, I get you. I see you, and I know what you want. She's amazing, so have your fun. But if Mm -hmm. you fuck her over, I'm coming at you, kind of a thing. And Knox is like, no. Because he's denying it to himself. Like, he'll tell you he's a straight fucking man whore. He goes to different towns, so it's not fucking people in his own town. Goes to other towns, spends a weekend fucking random chicks, fills up his tank, comes back home for a while. He doesn't get involved, hasn't Mm -hmm. had a girlfriend since high school, like, doesn't give a fuck. Right so but you know he likes her yeah duh um okay nash gets shot nash in the line of duty nash mm. gets shot knox flicks out you know he uh, yeah. yep you really love your brother yeah so he's at the hospital he's freaking out naomi comes to support him he yeah. instantly turns mean to her you got to go away get the fuck away from me don't she won't leave i like this about her that she doesn't take what he says personally right. but i would have smacked the fucking shit out of him same i don't care who you are yeah
0: i feel like too like at this point in the book a lot of like weird shit is starting to happen. So like Nash gets shot and her cottage gets broken into. Right. And something else happens. Uh, like a
1: random person shows up at the library. Right.
0: It just like really weird shit starts happening. So then you're thinking like, now what has Tina gone and fucking done? Mm-hmm. Cause this shit is not like something just off
1: with it. Yeah. Well, Nash and Knox instantly go, it's Tina. Yeah. And Naomi's like,
0: "I don't know."
1: Girl. Girl, it's your shitty fucking sister. Yeah.
0: yeah. Right. Um,
1: but this is where you get the first kiss. Yes. So, after they find out Nash is going to pull through yeah. and, you know, Naomi and Knox are neighbors, yeah. so they ride home together from the hospital. Yeah. And then he's kind of like pulling her towards his place like we need to sleep or whatever, but they do kiss. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It was good. But she's asking him, like, why are you and Nash the way that you are? And this is where it comes out. And it's so fucking dumb. Yeah. So Nash didn't want or Nash wanted to be a police officer. They have a shitty fucking dad. Mm-hmm. Nash wanted to be a police officer. Knox is like, "Nah, don't do that. Um, but Nash did it anyway. Knox then wins all this money. He gives, wants to give his brother a bunch of money so his brother doesn't have to work. Nash doesn't want the money. Knox tries to push the money on Nash because he's trying to buy him. Nash is like, nobody can fucking buy me, mm-hmm. but he takes the money eventually and then builds a new police station and names it after Knox. And that's his way of sticking it to them. And since then, all they do is stick it to each other.
0: Right.
1: It's the stupidest fucking yeah. thing. And Naomi looks at him and says, you're a stupid fucking man. Done.
0: Right. You're an idiot. Cause you're being a fucking idiot. Yeah. I, anyone that, I don't know, like just, First of all, take the fucking money, put it in a, put it in a account and don't fucking touch it. Just, right. I mean, he's trying to be nice. Mm-hmm. I
1: don't know. Yeah. you are find out their, their tragic bullshit is, well, I guess not bullshit. Super sorry about that. Their deal is mama dies. Their little, their little kids, mama dies mm-hmm. and then dad can't handle it. So dad starts to become an alcoholic slash drug addict and they have to be taken care of by grandma and grandpa. They don't forgive their dad. Right. For the shit that he's gone, th- you know, for the shit yeah. that they've gone through. But it took them a couple of years under grandma and grandpa. Yeah. And they kind of both straightened out as kids and they were getting a great life and love and all that. And then grandpa dies of a heart attack and then grandma can't take it. Yeah. So Knox's deal is I'm not going to love somebody right. because they're just going to be taken away from me. And I'm going to not be able to handle it and become a piece of shit. So I'm just going to fuck right. and own things.
0: Because <laughs> of the issues, yes.
1: Obviously. And Nash is generally just trying to live a good life. He's trying to be of service. He's trying to give back to his community without throwing money at it, and he resents his brother right. for the yeah. way his brother is. But at the end of the day, Nash is not an asshole, and Knox is, but they're both good men and good people to have around. And that's the thing with Naomi, especially raising Way right now, is that she's being she's building her her community. She right. is building her um you know the the people that are going to be around the yeah. people that care about them that would do things for them yeah you she meets the librarian her name is sloan yeah. sloan has a niece that's in yeah. ways grade. they're friends like so they hang yeah. out a lot sloan is really cool she yeah. has a backstory one of Knox's friends lucian comes into the right. picture you could tell something's going on with them they hate each other but you know yeah. it's the good kind of fucking like
0: lucian because he was always the first to be like max you're being fucking stupid dude oh yeah like Bro, what are you doing? Mm-hmm.
1: Stop pushing this girl away. Also,
0: he's something dangerous, like a criminal or something. I can't quite figure out his story yet. I feel like he
1: used to be a criminal. Now he's some kind of rich bazillionaire. Right. He's
0: like got a shady, shady like, fucking past. past. I don't know what it is, which is interesting considering he's best friends with a cop,
1: Knox and Nash. Right? Yeah, he's like their go-between. Yeah. And they call him Lucy. Yeah. I think that's kind of fun. Like, I like that too. But he's such a smart ass. Yeah. But they all call each other on their shit. Yeah. And they all too, apparently this whole city or this little town knock 'em out, it's actually knock them out. Yeah. And so you resolve shit by literally beating yeah. the shit out of each other. So Nash and Knox constantly are punching each other. Right. Somebody could just say something and like the next thing you know, someone's punching somebody in the nose. And Naomi just walks away from it like you fucking stupid ass barbarians. Yeah. Like you're all just dumb. I like uh, it, though. Yeah. It's really town. fun. It's cute. The town is very cute. Yeah.
0: Like, I want to go there. I want it to be a real place.
1: It may be somewhere. Maybe. I don't know. Um, So we're going to take a quick break here. But basically, when we come back, Naomi's parents show up. Yeah. And then some sex happens. Yes. Or it's the other way around. Sex happens and then her parents show yes. up. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back.
0: And we're back. Yep. Ooh. We get to talk about the sex
1: now. Finally. Yes. Okay. Finally. Yeah. Wow. It's good. It is good. It's a long book, so there's yeah. lots of details. Yeah. He's dirty.
0: He is dirty. I think she doesn't quite know what to do with that. Because yeah. I think that when her and what's his douche nuts was... They didn't really have a healthy sex life. Right. And he was not good when they did. Right. And so she does not quite know what to do with a, a man like Knox. Mm-hmm. Because he's dirty and aggressive but in the best way and is all about her
1: yeah well i think she's come to expect that whatever comes out of his mouth now doesn't really stun her Mm -hmm. Like she doesn't take it personal she just knows he's a dick but then when it turns all sexual and she was like Yeah, I get that you're the type of man that would say something like that, but yet no one has ever said something like that to me before. So she is a little shocked, Mm -hmm. but she's totally into it. Right. And they both kind of look at each other and like, it just, this just needs to happen. Like, we just need to get this out of our system. This is only one time. I don't want to talk about anything else. Let's just fuck. Yeah. And they, and she's cool with that. And they do. Yeah. And they're, she's all thinking the next morning, like, yep, it was just one time. Fuck He's this! Like, well, let me
0: get another piece of that. Right. Yeah.
1: So, but she does, you know. In the morning, she goes downstairs. I don't knock on the door. Yeah. yeah whatever. Um, it's her parents. Whoops. She never told her parents about the fact they have a mm-hmm. granddaughter. Right. Um. Apparently, the deal is is right after her supposed to be wedding. Yep. Her parents were going on an anniversary trip that they've never got to go on. It's like three weeks somewhere awesome. Yeah and she didn't want to take that away from them. So they obviously knew she was a runaway bride. So she did contact her parents and she was saying like, you know, hey, listen, I did run away. I promise you I have my mental capacity about me. I just didn't, you know, want to marry him. I hope I didn't disappoint you. Please go on your trip. Right. I will check in with you. I think they'd be an email kind yeah. of a thing. I will send you emails. I will check in with you. Don't worry about me. Call me when you get right. back kind of a thing. And so it's like, you know, her parents weren't going to do that. So right. her parents just show up and go, hi, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, name. And she's like, hmm and didn't tell you stuff and they're yeah. like we're not mad at you for not marrying douche canoe right, like we like fucking him hated him we knew steph hated him you find out too the best friend Steph also has like is owned by these parents mm-hmm. like that's their second child kind of a thing yeah. they know tina sucks yes. but they didn't know about the grandbaby yeah. and they are elated over yeah. the moon but While this family situation is happening, Knox literally comes downstairs in his boxer shorts. And this
0: is what's funny to me because you know good goddamn well that he heard their conversation. So he knows that these are her parents.
1: He doesn't give a fuck.
0: He does not. I think his jeans might perhaps be in the kitchen because that's where they took all their clothes off. But he doesn't wait for them to leave. He doesn't try to like. Hold off until Naomi like figures out what's happening. He just waltzes right on down in his boxer briefs, and the mom is like, "Holy shit!" Right,
1: and her husband's like, "Hey, yeah, <laughs> you know." And the dad, of course, is a dad. Yeah, doesn't matter that she's like thirty five. He's or like, "No, he's for like, for what? You. What the fuck is happening right. here?" Yeah. And you know, Knox doesn't care. And I think at the same time, he's more doing it to fuck with her because mm-hmm. he knows that she'll get flustered, and oh, yeah. he loves to fluster yeah. her because it makes yeah. her ramble, it makes her say crazy, wacky things, yeah. and then he gets to laugh at her, and it's a, a whole thing. Yeah. It's very cute. Yeah, I liked it though. Um, and then of course the parents get to meet. Way Way wasn't there at the time. She was right. fucking all over the cabin. Right. By the way, she's a very responsible guardian. Right. Okay. And then, so they get to go to the big house, they get to meet the grandma, they get to meet the grandkid, and then the parents now become side characters right. that remain through the rest of right. the book. They're great parents. Yeah. A lot of times you have shitty fucking parents. You do not hear, these are great, yeah. supportive, wonderful parents slash grandparents. Right. They were a delight. It
0: was kind of nice. It was. like a, a little turn of stories, because I feel like in every book that we read, like there's a...
1: Just a shitty parent a terrible
0: monster of a parent mm-hmm. so it's kind of nice to have like a supportive family for once
1: yeah i agree yeah and they were great to read yeah. i liked it yeah um but Knox kind of is doing like a two for one deal here because he inserts himself by the parents by saying i'm the boyfriend right and naomi's like you're the fucking what we're just supposed to fuck once maybe once another time this morning and you're supposed to get the fuck out of my life kind of a thing even though she was like please i need that penis constantly uh because he rocked her world yeah and also at the same time she's going through this guardianship thing for way so she is like there's a Social worker that Mm -hmm. keeps popping up and popping up, of course, at really weird times. And she's like, I swear I'm a good fucking person. It just looks like I'm weird. So he thinks it would be helpful to the paperwork, the legal stuff, if it looks like she's in a stable, steady relationship. So here starts fake dating.
0: And it's for the whole town. It's like everyone is under the assumption that they're together.
1: Right. I never bought it. No. Not from the very first time no. he fucking said it. I'm like, you are such a dumbass. Right. Like, yeah. and she even in the back of her head, I think is going, okay, dumbass. Right. But then at the same time, she's like, I'll do anything. This'll work. Right. I can make this work. Yeah. And she does. Yeah. She yeah. does. Um, you know, banter banter, yeah. sex and banter. Uh now the ex shows up. You knew what was gonna happen. He shows up, he's a dick. He's showed up at he work, gets handsy. gets handsy, apologizes in the most fucked up, stupid motherfucking ways. Like, I'm so sorry that you aren't there to do my laundry. Right. And I'm like, Super you gaslighter. wonder why she wanted to leave right. you. You fuck nugget. Yeah. So
0: Max is having none of it. You
1: knew it was going to be yeah. this way. You knew the first time that this Warren, Warren, Warner, Warren, Warner, Warner, Warner touched her. To go to grab her hand, yeah. that Knox was gonna like fly like Superman right. across the fucking bar, and beat the absolute shit yeah. out of Pretty Boy fucking Warner, mm-hmm. and he does. And then Warner goes away; mm-hmm. he doesn't come back. You don't hear about him no. fucking with her again because no. apparently he's been like emailing her. Because yeah. again, she broke her phone, and yeah. then Knox got her a new phone with a new number. Yeah. So Warner's only way to get in touch with her is sending her emails, 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 yeah. emails, and she was like, "Nah, I don't care." And so Warner doesn't come back again, but she tells the story Yeah, and she feels guilty. She feels guilty for leaving. She feels guilty for the wedding because she thinks she, she gave him an ultimatum. Like we've been together for three years. Mm-hmm. You either want to marry me or you don't. And he's like, oh, yes, I'll marry you. Right. So it never sat right with her. And then at the same time, he like pushed her one time and then she was like, oh, this yeah. doesn't feel right. And then he slapped her yeah so she that's when she was done she was like i'm not marrying yeah. i him. think it was
0: like the night before the wedding or something, like, right? after the rehearsal yeah. dinner i
1: think yeah so she feels like you know he didn't beat me and Knox is like he was a fucking idiot yeah, he like he's he put his now. hands on you right. he is in no way shape or form good enough for you yeah. why would you ever want to go back there and she's like i don't want to go yeah. back there he's like good then we don't have to talk about it again yeah. and he'll never show his face again and he does not right yeah so there's that um then you have um like nash saying that there has someone has spotted tina in town with a wig to look like naomi because it happened to be nash knew naomi wasn't there at the time of something whatever so he's just kind of letting her know like you need to watch out and they ask way like have you heard from your mom and she's like i don't intend to like bitch disappeared yeah you know she does this she's a shitty fucking person fuck them um, Knox does cute stuff like takes Way and Naomi to the mall and like buys mm-hmm. Way a whole new back to school outfit. Yeah. She's never had that before. Yeah. Her birthday's coming up. Way tells them she's never had a birthday party. Birthdays are full for babies mm-hmm. and are full of disappointment. Yeah. Grandma and grandpa are like, you don't understand how this works. So let's spoil you. Right. And they do. Um, and then Knox, uh, you find out he volunteers in the big city. I think the big city from them is DC. He drives to D.C. He takes Naomi and way with him. He volunteers to give haircuts to the homeless and he brings supplies. Right. And you meet a guy that he that he calls Duke and Naomi meets him. And Duke apparently says to Knox, these are some fine girls. Like, and he, she was like, yeah, we are like, we're the best things that ever happened to him. And you can tell she's just in an upbeat mood and she's teasing and she doesn't know it, but this is his dad, his homeless drug addicted dad that does come in to see him like once a month or whatever. And so Knox sees his dad being his future. And he sees these two girls, the the one he's fucking and one he wants to be his daughter and he loves them but he can't say the words, he can't wrap around right. his head around the emotion and he's like, "You know what? This is done." So he decides in his mind, "We're we're done. We're done with this." But he fucks her right. again. <sighs> Cuz you get his point of view yeah. and he's like, "This is going to be the last time. Right. I want to yeah. remember her this way, my daisy, right. blah blah blah." And then they fuck and then he dumps her. Takes her into a restaurant though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You are a fucking idiot. First yeah. of all, I hate in books when men, like, make decisions and say it's for the girl. Right. She deserves better and she, you know, isn't going to want this. It's, everything's just better off. Like, how about you, like, let the woman decide right. for herself? mm mm-hmm. um, But I hate that he did it in, like, a public space. But also, she didn't give a fuck because she was like, oh, this is what we're doing. Okay. Like, yeah. Fuck you. And goodbye. And he's like, but let's not leave it. And she's like, no, like we're done.
1: Yeah. Like, well, and she's like, you brought me, like, we just spent the night together. Like we have been for the last like month or so. And now you're taking me to quote unquote breakfast to dump me in a public restaurant. So I won't make a scene. He's like, well, it's just best this way. And she was like, what the absolute fuck? And he's like, yeah. we're still friends though. And she's like, yeah, yeah no. yeah, no, no, we're not. Because I can see you for what you are, right. but fuck you. I don't need you. Yeah. And he tries to give her money. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you can fuck right yeah. on off.
0: Well, I, his intention was like, take this money and like,
1: leave like, yeah. this
0: town. Yeah. And she she's like, nah, mm-hmm. not happening. Mm-hmm. I'm not leaving. And also I'm not taking your money.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and she cuts him off.
1: She does. And she can't fucking stand it. Right. She calls into work. Yep. So like he's texting her and calling her. She will not respond. Right. She takes a couple days to yeah. wallow in it. You know, Way knows what's yeah. going on, kind of a thing. And she wallows in it. She calls into work to honky tonk. She yeah. doesn't deal with them whatsoever. And then when he goes, and he's like, you need to come here. And yeah. she's like, yep, nope, fuck you. Yeah. And then he tries to see her, and she, like, won't answer the door. Yeah. He tries to come to, like, dinner, and, like, grandma won't let him in, yeah. kind of a thing. And so everybody seems to be cutting him off. Yeah. Because everyone at work knows what's happening, yeah. and they're mad at him. Yeah. And so he'll come into the... You know like walk into the bar and the whole bar will like fall silent and all the chicks in the bar will look at him and be like you're a fucking waste of a human yeah. being we hope your dick falls off yeah. and then turn their backs yeah. on him and he was like wait a minute yeah i did the right thing here and uh-huh. they're just like if you say so yeah and then here strolls in lucian lucian's like you're a fucking idiot and he's yeah. like i did the right thing no no, no you, you didn't. didn't
0: um i do want to talk about the barbecue scene because <clears throat> i thought this was very interesting so she decides after she's done wallowing she's gonna like throw this barbecue party
1: well steph yes steph is not in town right now he's in like Perry. yeah and he calls her and he knows what's happened and he's like here's your list bitch," because he's a bestie who knows she needs a list and he literally like had makeup delivered to her and he was like you're gonna get out of bed you're gonna shower shower and brush your teeth (laughs) you're gonna put on all these cosmetics you're gonna put on this outfit You're going to go into work and sashay, bitch. And then yeah. you're also going to throw this party and yeah. you're going to invite everybody, everybody to it except Knox. And she does. At his grandma's house.
0: Yeah. And so he comes home because they're on the same property and mm-hmm. he sees that there's something's happening. So he walks back there and he does walk in on like an awkward moment because like Nash and her like hugging or touching or doing something. Mm-hmm. And he like flies off the fucking handle. Right. Um, and says
1: like really shitty things. He says, yeah. oh my God, I read this twice and yeah. I was like, what the actual fuck? He looks at his brother and he was like, well, I guess somebody like, I can't believe you want my leftovers, yeah. but I guess somebody has to have them. She tastes great or some shit yeah. like that. And I was, was like, oh,
0: <gasps> and she just stands there. Yeah. Like, she doesn't say anything. She doesn't
1: react to him. Yeah. He's not getting what he wants. Yeah. He wants a reaction yeah. out of her. He wants her to be mad yeah. because he says, her anger shows me she still cares freezing me out and not not addressing me as anything is letting me know she doesn't give a fuck
0: um so he turns to leave and he sees way there yeah um and it's actually a really devastating and super sad scene i felt like because she's like you don't want us
1: right and i'm used to that i'm
0: used to that and he's like i'm not like good enough for you and she's like well, if you wanted us, then you would try and be good enough. Right. And you're not.
1: Right. Um so we're going to be just fine. Right.
0: And I also love at the end of it too because while she's saying this, I feel like she is breaking his heart cuz he wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. And then at the end she was like, and also I'm taking your dog.
1: And she's like, <laughs> "Come on, Waylon. And she takes his yes. dog. And this is an 11-year-old yeah. and I loved her. Me too. She was amazing. In my notes I wrote uh Waylay rocks. Yeah, yeah she does. And
0: I love the dog, Lynn. He was like, "What?"
1: yeah even the dog turned yeah. his back yep. and he's like well then fine if you guys don't want me here and he like grabs a beer and grabs a hot dog yep. and he's like fine and he walks up to me like i don't just have my help. dog yeah. i don't have my girl i don't have my friends i don't yep. have my family because the whole bar is there is there yeah. and like normally there's like an after work ritual like mm-hmm. they take shots and stuff and everyone just left him and he because he didn't know what was happening and like they brought their families all the people that have loved her yeah. and love the fact that she's taking care of way and way is growing. Like way is joined soccer. Mm-hmm. She's doing good in school. She's a tech genius, yeah. like all these things. Yeah. So, and Naomi got a job working part-time for Sloan. Yeah. It happened to be because Lucian pulled some kind of strings and gave yeah. some kind of bond or benefit or yeah. something that they didn't know about that let her be yeah. hired. But so Naomi's going to quit honky tonk because yeah. she's like, nope, I just needed yeah. all these people, her support yeah. system. And they're great. Um, so then she goes, she tells Knox, I'm coming into the bar. This is my last day. We're done. Yeah. So she goes in, he tries to talk to her. She's like, you need to fuck right on off. And then I think the, like, they're just standing there doing the stare off and a woman walks into Honky Tonk, walks directly up to Knox, wraps herself around him and kisses him. And Naomi is like, you're dead to me. (laughs) She doesn't react. No, she
0: just turns around and leaves. She doesn't pull this bitch's hair.
1: She doesn't do anything. She just literally turns around, pulls herself together, and walks into the bathroom. Well, then this chick walks into the bathroom, and she's like, yep, apparently I owe you an apology. I never thought I'd see the day. And Naomi's like, I don't know what's happening. And she's like, my name's Lena. I was like the college girl that he was hanging with for a while. He dumped me because we were going to get too quote-unquote close. And we just remained friends ever since. Like, we're each other's wingman sometimes when we meet up throughout the years. So, I didn't expect him to look like somebody kicked him, kicked his puppy.
0: Right. She's like, I've never seen that look on his face. And she's like, Look of what? And she was like, fear
1: yeah because he was calling after her he was like no this is not what you think and she's like nope not listening not listening to anything blah blah blah. so that happens and then lena pretty much is like girl we've got so much to talk about let's go so she grabs her they end up calling sloan like these girls go to the bar and get trashed okay they're talking all sorts of mad shit, and there's a really cool bartender that's keeping all the other people away (laughs) i think they call him silver fox or something like that he was so fun keeping all the other dick wads away from them and then nash and lucian show up and then there's a showdown between lucian and sloan that's fun and nash is pretty much like you know i think we're closing in on your sister like she's involved in some crazy shit. and naomi's like i don't care my heart's broken and you know they just get on with it so all of that happens and then basically what you're running into is that naomi gets kidnapped way gets kidnapped first we don't know about it for a while. Yeah. Naomi like checks her phone and there's like a message. It's like, Aunt Naomi, I'm in trouble. She can't find her. Nobody knows where she is. And then Naomi gets taken. And it's all her stupid fucking sister and the guy that her sister's fucking. Here's
0: the thing. Here's the thing. Tina is garbage, right? Right. But I'm like, how are you this smart? Yeah. Also, I don't- why is Naomi still trusting her? I I She's like, Oh get in the car, like whatever she fucking said. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like what do you don't you have any like I don't know, if someone did what Tina did to her and was like, Come get in my car. Uh Ways in trouble. Yeah. Wouldn't I feel like I would be like, Listen, I don't believe you. I need proof of something. I'm not getting in any goddamn car with you. Right. And she just blatantly trusts her and i just don't understand that
1: it's about way and her her feelings for way because she doesn't i mean her sister's like got her hair cut to look like her That's weird she doesn't clue into the fact she's she's, got suspicions everyone's telling her but she was like instead of turning her ass around where the fucking chief of police is right Mm -hmm. there and if you don't knox would do anything for way she knows that so she she could have went right to knox Fucking but car. she gets in the car, and Tina kidnaps <sighs> her. And here's the grand scheme. Yeah. Somehow there's some kind of flash drive that was taken, and Tina has it, and it's mafia business. Yeah. Okay. And Way took it, and or Tina lost it. Yeah. And so the douche canoe boyfriend, I don't remember what his name was.
0: Duncan or Duncan, something.
1: Duncan. He's the son of the mafia guy in the area, yeah. and he pissed his daddy off, so yeah. daddy cut him off. So, his scheme is to get fucking dad back and make money. And it's going to be off this flash drive yeah. of mafia business if they can only find it. Yeah. So, the break ins have been because Tina thinks Way has yeah. it. Because Way did something to Tina to piss Tina off. Tina cut her hair. And apparently, Way really wanted to be a girly girl. And Tina's like, no, don't be a goody yeah. two shoes goody girl and cut her fucking hair. So, Way took this thing and hid it and didn't tell anyone about yeah. it. So they've taken away. They tried to break into the places to see where it's been. That's where all the break-ins are about. Nash got, you know, caught yeah. or caught, shot by whatever his mm-hmm. name was. And then, so Tina is just now realizing when she brings Naomi to this fuckwad, who also has her kid tied up, she's like, mm, something might not be right here. He might shoot us all. So she cons her sister into switching clothes with her. She's like, let's switch, switch roles. Mm-hmm. You pretend to be me. Tell this motherfucker that you're going to get the information and you're going to go out and get celebratory chicken or something and go and call 911 because he's going to kill us all. The douche canoe doesn't buy it and a big thing happens and Knox loses his mind and comes and rescues them. It's a thing. It's it's a whole
0: production. Although I will say what I thought was really funny was the mafia of Duncan, whatever the fuck, knew that it wasn't. Tina, because her boobs... Tina's crooked. boobs were crooked. <laughs> Tina's boobs are crooked, but when they switch spots, he knew it wasn't her because Miami's boobs aren't. Right. I thought...
1: Out of all the things. Of all the
0: things. In a very serious scene. That's yeah. what... We, I just... It was funny. But yeah. anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: Obviously, like... Everything ends up fine. Right. Naomi ended up falling and, like, hitting her head and, like, blacked out and max showed up and thought she was like seriously hurt right but she wakes up and he basically is like we're getting married
1: yeah i love you and also we're getting married
0: and she's like wait what
1: i have a head injury right <laughs> like something's happening here um yeah I don't know. There's more that unfolds, I'm sure, in the future books, because I know that the next book is Nash, Yeah. that there's something with this flash drive. Way finally comes clean with it. It ends up being a flash drive that she transferred into, like, a charm on her shoe mm-hmm. or something like that. And she tells Nash, um, your name is on this list. And when he looks at the list or whatever, he finds out what the mafia had was a list of law enforcement and their informants. Yeah. And so the mafia was going to take out the cops and the informants and Nash was in danger. And that's how that all started to happen. So I think that's going to go on as a side story, but it all resolves itself, right? Like the, the big Situation that happens that makes Knox no longer care. Yep. He comes clean about everything and how he was feeling. And she's like, you're just a big, dumb idiot, but I fucking love you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I fucking love you too. And I love way yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And then
0: she gets guardianship. By the
1: well, way. Tina takes off. Yeah. Like she takes the money from the Shocker. mafia guy and like runs, yeah. but she ends up getting caught. Yeah. And so now she's in custody. Yeah. So she signs over her parental rights yeah. to Naomi. Yeah and Knox is basically letting way know like because way was like thank you for coming to rescue us i know you love my aunt and he was like but i love you too yeah. and she freezes yeah. because she's not used to that she's starting to get used to it from yeah. her from her aunt and from her grandparents and stuff like that but he's letting her know i'm not just loving you like a daughter because right. you're with the woman i love like right. It's not because it's a package deal. Yeah. It's because I love you. You're yeah. smart. You're strong. You're awesome. Yeah. And she's like, Can I custom watch football? He's like, Fuck yeah. So <laughs> they have this like great thing yeah. and and I absolutely loved it. And he to become an insta parent is something, but you could yeah. tell it was never a burden to him. Yeah. And he never talked to her the way that right. he talked to Naomi. Yeah. So he he always knew yeah. what type of life she had and what he was gonna do to make it better. Yeah. I love that about them. Me too. Um, but they decide, um, you know, they're going to get married and all this kind of shit. So the the first thing that happens though, is way is going to turn 12 and she's never had that birthday party. Right. So apparently Knox sat her down and said, Way write me down a list of every fucking thing you've ever wanted for your birthday party. And he fucking delivered. Apparently there's like a petting zoo. There's like some kind of laser tag. There's some kind of inflatable, like everything is happening and the whole town is invited. She is awesome with everything that's happening. And he of course needs to distract Naomi from her business. He's like, yeah, everyone out there is paying attention to what they need to do list. So let's go around this closet Mm -hmm. here and fuck. And they do. And I'm like, I love that yeah um and then a big old thing happens in front of everybody it's the marriage proposal mm-hmm. it's awesome he says all the right things yeah. the love is there the family's there the community is there it's it like all the wraps up and that's it yeah book one yeah. and like i said book two is about nash yeah don't know much about it um i looked up the description and all i know is it's nash and then lena yeah. so lena sticks around and does become a very good friend to I naomi her. i liked her i liked her too and then i though am wrapping my mitts around whatever the fuck is going on with sloan and lucia i know i want to know
0: what happened that has
1: to be a thing i need to know what he happened he has there. some
0: kind of like sordid past i think it has something to do with that but i'm curious as to what it is i
1: wonder if it's first love because they grew yeah. up together all of them grew yeah. up together and so he must I have done something, something to break her heart yeah. but like He says things to her like when she was drunk at the bar and she wanted to leave because he showed up. And he was like, bitch, you are not driving. And she was like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like she went right for his throat. Yeah. And he was like, listen and listen good. Like not only will I buy every piece of property around your house, but I'll turn them into fucking nudist (laughs) compounds or whatever. Like he's like, I will buy your ass and sell you five times over. He's like, I'll buy this fucking town. And she calls him a gazillionaire or whatever. So something is up. Yeah. And I think it's gonna be really interesting to dig through. I'm curious. Um are they,
0: all, are they out? Both of them?
1: I believe the so. Yeah, okay. I only looked up the second one, yeah. but I know that the third I think the third one is out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, here's my overall thoughts. When I first saw this book, it's a very um flowery cover. Yeah. Right? It's Daisy. blue, there's daisies all yeah. over it, and it's called Things We Never Got Over. Yeah. I did not think from the title and the cover of the book that it was what I read. Agreed. And this is where I sometimes just don't, I, and I think we've said it before, yeah. I don't appreciate the cartoony type covers. Yeah. I like to look at the covers and kind of get what you're gonna get, you know, yeah. kind of a thing. So, but this book was so big and yeah. it came out like a year ago. So I remember when the first one came out and all the things that were out there on social media, it was just blowing up yeah. and I, but I didn't ever want to read it because I'm like, I don't understand what this is. And to me, it looked like it was gonna be depressing and about death. Right. And I was just like, yeah. I don't want to set myself up for that. Yeah. It's a really long book, and I didn't want to read 600 pages yeah. of grief. So that's what I thought it was. Yeah. It was nothing like this. Yeah. I love this town. Yeah. I love these people, and I like this series. I'm yeah. going to continue it. Same. Same. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So we have next week. Yes. All right. We have, I'm going to say this completely wrong, but the book is called Painted Scars. Mm-hmm. It's the perfectly imperfect series, book one. And the author, super sorry, I think it's Neva. At, Ataj, Altaj, A L T A J. Okay. All right. That's all I got. That's what we got. Okay. All right. Have a great week. Bye bye.
0: Hey, Smut Hive listeners. Just a quick reminder don't forget to go onto our TikTok and Instagram page. Like, follow, do all the fun things. We also have a link in our Instagram bio that takes you to Spotify and Apple. Leave us a review.